unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? Nathan, I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic, and it looks like we've got a guest lined up for this week's episode, so I'm going to just shut my mouth and absorb as much knowledge as I can over the next 30 minutes or so. Oh, you're going to love this. Let me um, sort of back into it this way. I've been aware that there's something called TikTok out there for a while, but I didn't really pay much attention to it other than the occasional TikTok video that was posted somewhere else. And the reason I didn't pay much attention is I thought it didn't have much to do with business, with copywriting, with marketing, and it didn't have anything to do with advertising as far as I knew. Okay, I was wrong. And let's start with the numbers. TikTok had almost $5 billion in revenue last year and has over a billion users. Not only that, 11% of those users, so that would be about what, 50 million, 500 million, I guess, were over 50 years of age, old folks like me. And then I learned about today's guest, Emmanuel Degla. Emmanuel is a marketing agency owner and founder of Top Trend, a community that keeps business owners up to date on TikTok and Instagram Reels trends. She was an early user of the TikTok platform, and Emmanuel has deep understanding of its users and their preferences and how to, and this is why you're here, she has a deep understanding of how to create ads that convert because, spoiler alert, if you try Facebook-style ads on TikTok, they ain't going to work, okay? However, one thing that always works is this. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear in this podcast, and most of the time, common sense is all you need, but... If you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health and finance, business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So, Emmanuel, welcome and thank you so much for being here. Hi. Well, I'm super happy to be here and share because I feel like copywriters don't always look at videos and especially short videos as something that's interesting for them. So it's going to be really fun to see where those two can merge. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. So let's start at the beginning for you. How did you get into TikTok? What were your early days? And and there must have been some moments, some watershed moments for you when you went, oh, there's something going on here and it has to do with business. Yes, absolutely. So I learned about TikTok because I just kind of stumbled upon the app. I had some teenagers around me at the time. I downloaded the app. I wanted to see what it was about. And I decided to post something just to understand where the buttons were really, right? Like first thing, I didn't know where to click. So I posted a a short video of my dog sleeping. I think a 10 second video. I had zero followers, zero following, no profile picture, like ghost account posted a video. 
And I got in 24 hours over 100 likes on that video, 20 comments and 10 followers. And I was blown away because my account was empty. It was a ghost account and I got such a response, such an easy response on that video. I, I couldn't believe it. So I started researching why, like what's happening there. Cause I would, I, I had never seen that on Facebook or Instagram, try to get a hundred likes from a brand new account on Instagram. It's really not going to be easy. So I started to do research and I understood that the algorithm on TikTok was different than it is on other social media, which is what we're used to. The Instagram of this world is social based in the sense, who do you follow? Who follows you? Yes, they understand your interests, but it's also really, really important who's connected to you and who are the friends of your friends. On TikTok, it's not like that. So yes, you can follow people and you can see their content. However, most, most, most of the content that will be shown to you is from people you do not know. And it's based on your interests only. It's not based on, oh, this is a friend of a friend. There's a part of that, but the majority of the algorithm goes based on your interests. Okay, time out. That's really interesting because in traditional direct marketing and direct mail, we would buy and sell lists and mail to lists based on people's interests, not based on who they know. So in a way, it sounds like just, just from the very first things you're saying, TikTok is more naturally, if we can harness this power, more naturally a direct marketing medium than any other social media. Yes, I absolutely agree because on, on TikTok, you can reach anyone on the planet who likes frogs. Whereas on Instagram, if half of your followers are just people who know you personally and they don't like frogs, it's going to be a little harder to reach the people who are interested in frogs, if that's what they're selling. Okay. So at some point you must have thought, well, I mean, you're a business-minded person. You're, you're kind of analytical and marketing-oriented. You must have thought, hmm, there's some marketing potential here. Is that right? Yeah. So when I saw that it was so easy to get results, I wanted to try it out with clients. So I went to some of my marketing clients and I said, let's, let's put you on TikTok. We'll create content and we'll see what happens. Um, organically at first, we just did organic posts before the pandemic started. So we were, were dinosaur accounts on TikTok with some of my clients. <laughs> so before everybody started using TikTok uh, in 2020. So we, we started posting organically and we've seen growth on TikTok that we have never seen on any other social media. So first there's that easy, free people who, start, who started following them. And then we started playing around with the ads because we just wanted to try it out. And also iOS 14 happened. So for those of your followers who do Facebook ads, we all know performance tanked and tracking became an issue. And it's been a ride. It's been a ride going through that. So a lot of people have started to look at TikTok as an alternative source of advertising. So yeah, we started, we started doing that. And the costs were so low in the beginning that it just made sense to try it, even though we didn't know if it would work. And turned out it works. It works really well. It works really, really well. And all kinds of audiences can be found on TikTok. It's not, as you said in the beginning, teenagers and people who want to do the silly little dances. Like There's all kinds of people. B2B can be made on TikTok. You can sell pretty much anything. So did you have any early wins with your clients? in terms of actual conversions or even just getting them subscribers or people on their list? 
Yes. So the first clients that we brought on were e-commerce and we got sales really quickly. We got sales really quickly with the right content. Content is really important when you run TikTok ads. It's more important than it is on Facebook, the visual content, the visual part of the content. I know you're a copywriter, but we're talking about the visuals here. That's what's really important. Um, sure. We got with some of my clients, we in about a month got a better ROA than we were getting on Facebook. But also what was really interesting is that post purchase, when we surveyed people, we could see that even though maybe 5% of our ad spend was on TikTok, more than 5% of people said they found us on TikTok. So we could we saw impact on our Facebook ads, for example, when we when we had both, Facebook ads started to do better because <laughs> people would see it on TikTok and then buy on from a Facebook ad, or it kind of everything started working together to bring better results. But we were also, also surprised to see that a lot of people said they discovered us from TikTok, even though the sales sometimes came from somewhere else. So we don't, it's either they found us there first and then they started being retargeted or our impression on TikTok was more memorable to them than it was on another platform. We don't know which one it is, but we know that they remember seeing us on TikTok. Okay, so let me um, translate that into direct marketing terms, traditional direct marketing terms. It seems like just being on TikTok both increased your customers' familiarity with you and that helped with the Facebook ads, but it also generated sales on its own. Yeah, absolutely. We're profitable on, on TikTok ads. We wouldn't be doing it if we were not, but it was more than that. It was more than just being profitable. We also saw people remembered us better. Our other ads on other platforms per performed better. We really saw that being on TikTok made people remember us is what we're feeling. Okay, so... At this point, you have an agency. Could you give me a, a rough number, a ballpark number on what percentage of your business has to do with TikTok at this point? Uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, most of my clients are on both platforms if we're comparing Facebook to TikTok because they're a little bit more similar than if we talk, think of Google, for example. So I would say 50%. Yeah. Wow, that, that's, that's really huge. And I know you, because I've, I've done a little bit of homework beforehand, you, you talk about some of the big traditional old school brands, uh, especially beauty brands, luxury brands that have sold out with 15 second TikTok ads. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So if you just go on Google and like everyone listening, just do that, open a Google page and type in TikTok made me buy it. It's a hashtag that people use when they review products that they've discovered because of TikTok. And there's billions of videos done on the hashtag TikTok made me buy it. But if you Google TikTok made me buy it, you're going to find articles and articles and articles of products that have sold out after becoming viral on TikTok. And there's been new products that nobody people didn't know of. And there's also been products that have been on the market for decades that just all of a sudden became popular again because of TikTok. I'm thinking of Clinique. They did a, a lipstick that's been around since I think the 70s or the 80s. And it, it went viral on TikTok. Someone did a review. They said they loved it. Sold out. Aries legging. They, had, they, they sold out of a specific pair of legging that went viral on TikTok. And they gathered an email, a waiting list to get those leggings of 150,000 emails from people waiting for those leggings to be back in stock after they saw them on TikTok. 150,000 emails of people saying, I'll buy when you have the product in stock. 
yes <laughs> and that's the people who gave their email that's not the people who saw it and if they see it in three months in store are gonna buy it as well yeah oh, that's totally amazing all right so let's start with the assumption that neither nathan nor i nor anyone listening to or watching this podcast has any idea how to do organic content or an ad on TikTok. Could you give us a little primer? Yeah, for sure. So TikTok is a very fast paced platform where the attention span of people on social media is short. TikTok is shorter, it's shorter than any, everything. So we really have to think short, straight to the point videos. A lot of the videos that you'll see on TikTok are going to be kind of a one sentence clip and then a second one sentence clip with a different background or the person just moved slightly. You don't even film yourself for 30 seconds. Your 30 seconds is going to be probably a collage of eight different small, 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 small videos that you, you put together so that it changes all the time and that it's very attention grabbing. So what's really important is to think the shortest you can do to give that information, the better and really, really short attention grabbing, especially the first two or three seconds of every video is when you need to grab people's attention. Because TikTok, when you scroll on TikTok, I don't, I, I'm guessing you've done it now before our show. Before yes. Our together. yes. So when you scroll on TikTok, you have 100% of the screen of the person. It's not like Facebook where you have a few things around it. You can see two or three posts at the same time. You have 100% of the attention. However, if you're boring, we have half a second to, to get our attention or we're, we're scrolled away. So it's very powerful to have 100% of the screen, but also the downside is you need to grab the attention in the first second. So having maybe a hook at the top, like putting some text over your video, like my five ways to do X, number three is my favorite. So people will stay until they can hear number three. You know, your copywriters, you know how to grab people's attention. Put a one sentence at the top and be interesting in that first second because that's where most people will lose their views, that first second or two. If we, if we, can, if we can grab people's attention there, we're pretty good. Okay. And also there are other things that are particular to TikTok, maybe TikTok sounds and things like that. Yes, absolutely. So TikTok is very trend-based as well. So there are trends to follow. It's not, it's never, you never have to, but it can really help to understand the trends. So there will be sounds that will be trending that you can use and put over your videos if you're showing your product and just using that trending sound can really make a difference. So there will be trending sounds, there will be trending type of videos. Sometimes it's going to kind of do a, a, a little play with fake people like yourself talking to yourself as your two people. Yeah, there, there, there will be all these trends that come and go and hopping on them can really help get more views on your video and also just show that you understand the platform and its culture. And in general, people who can do that, especially brands. Uh, if you're a personal brand, you're a person, it's different. If you're a person, you can, you know, show your personality and people can just love you for your personality. But if, if you're a brand, like if you work with e-commerce clients, for example, you kind of need to be cool. <laughs> just having a product is not enough for people to want to follow you. So being on top of those trends can be really interesting. An account that I find does it really well is Scrub Daddy. It's a kitchen sponge 
I don't know if you, maybe you're using it. So it's a kitchen sponge. It's not that interesting of a product, right? Like nobody really loves to clean. They're doing amazing. They have, last time I checked, they were close to a million followers. Wow. Because they're, they're using those trends and they're doing those videos following what people want to see. And it's working. And it's just a cleaning product. It's not inherently that exciting. Yeah. Wow. That is wild. A million followers. Okay. So what was the biggest success story you had with your clients that surprised you that you thought this never would have worked on TikTok, but it actually did? Um, I think we've had, you know, some viral videos where people will get a few million views on their on their videos, which which is insane. But it happens. It happens. I think what for me keeps surprising me more than one video going viral is how consistently every brand we put on TikTok grows so much faster than it does on Instagram. I like those, okay, like my client got a 5 million view video. Yes, it's fun. It's amazing. I'm happy to call them and tell them that. But what still surprises me is that it just grows. It grows and it grows and it grows and kind of every brand is having success is is that's what is surprising me the most more than those big wins that are very sexy but if you just get one in your lifetime then <laughs> it's not enough consistency yeah. the consistency of how people get success is what i find really surprising and interesting sure so could you give us like maybe two or three differences between Facebook and TikTok, because I think a lot of our listeners are used to at least organic posting on Facebook and, and probably doing some Facebook advertising. And you're saying that's going to be too slow and boring on TikTok. So could you give us some pointers? Yeah, absolutely. So first, TikTok is a video only platform, right? So you need to be doing videos and you cannot just you know, on Facebook, sometimes we would patchwork something we already had and put a little title and it would work. You make a video out of it. TikTok, you really need to have more native content to the platform. Just patchworking what you already have usually will not work. So you need to create the content for TikTok. People are really, really aware of advertising and reusing content and they will smell it if it's not authentic and if it's not made for the platform you will see less results. Doing content for the platform really makes a big difference. So video only is one thing and sound is on. So when I'm scrolling on my phone on Facebook or Instagram, the sound on videos is automatically off while on TikTok, it's automatically on. So the sound in each video is as much part of the video as the visual and what you're filming and what you're showing is. We're not used to it. When we're doing Instagram and Facebook, we're thinking it needs to look pretty. It needs to catch people's eyes. But on TikTok, this sound component is as important and it's something completely new when you've never worked with it. So we have to think about it. It's this Kind of, we're going from 2D to 3D now. <laughs> There's a completely new thing to take into account, into consideration. So definitely something to think about when okay. we're launching. Yeah, thank you. Okay, that's good. So one thing I remember we were talking about, you know, a lot of advertising on Facebook and Instagram in a, in a funny kind of way has a kind of corporate slash Hollywood look. It's very polished very pretty, very impressive, 
you know, perfectly lit, perfectly framed. You've said quite a bit before, and I'm just wondering if you could say some more of it now about authenticity and the fact that um, you you don't want to necessarily look slick and all put together on TikTok. Could you talk about that? Yes, absolutely. I will say it's one of the differences as well from between Facebook and Instagram, and maybe one of the biggest one is the level of authenticity on the platform is unparalleled. And that is what people are looking for. So if you go on TikTok and you look perfect and your makeup is done and you talk all perfect all the time, it's maybe not going to work as well. People really want to see the raw, the real, every aspect of your business when you're making a mistake and you're it's it's not going well and people will react to that extremely well and we've seen this trend on instagram where people would say like vulnerable posts like i've had a bad day and you know but the photo was still a photo of them after the breakdown kind of still looking good and the caption is like oh vulnerable post but at the end in the end like i learned from it and you know i'll be better from it and so i still look really good basically i said oh i had a a bad day but like it's fine i'm still gonna be perfect tomorrow (laughs) on tiktok it's going to be the person filming themselves in the middle of the breakdown ugly crying this is what people want to see and um they really they want raw authentic the quality of the image doesn't need to be good you can have a really ugly bad lit video that can become viral people can film themselves from the worst angles imaginable you know like showing their like this like with the biggest double chin ever where the, the, this this <laughs> putting putting the phone down like when you look at you open your camera and you're kind of surprised seeing yourself like that people filmed in that in that angle nobody cares you don't need to be cute you really need to be raw and real and this is what people want to see and what's really interesting is if you find on tiktok some creators that you like i really encourage you to look at their tiktok and the kind of videos that they do and then look at their instagram it's showing to completely to completely different parts of their lives usually instagram is the good and the pretty and the perfect and tiktok is not the same it's not the same. You can tell it's the same person. They're, they have their personality. They're not even showing the same content on the two platforms. That's really fascinating. Nathan, I just I just have this feeling that now might be the time for you to jump in. Yeah, I do have one question. Obviously, as a marketer, I want to get people off of TikTok and onto my site to make purchases. How does TikTok or does TikTok even allow ways to get people like on Instagram, on stories, you can put stickers that have links back to your website. Does TikTok allow for that? Is there easy ways to get people from TikTok back to your platform to maybe join your mailing list or get pixeled when they hit your website or something like that? So there are ways, but a good strategy will not always use them because <laughs> it's going to happen naturally if people are interested. Because using those stickers and those kind of different little things that you can put, there are stickers, like you can do polls and all that kind of stuff. We don't really see it that much because it doesn't feel as authentic. It does feel a little bit more like marketing. And people are really aware of marketing, way more than they are on Instagram and Facebook, and they don't like it. I will see some ads that are, you know, I would never have put that on Instagram or Facebook. I would be 
ashamed of putting such a bad visual and you know on facebook but i've seen ads like that on tiktok and people would comment like this is the best ad i've ever seen it doesn't feel like an ad so it, people don't want it to feel like marketing so okay like click here to mm, people don't it, they don't like it. It's not. It's not how it works. Um, you can have your you can have your website in your bio. So if if it, your videos are interesting, usually people will go to your profile and they can see your website in your bio. And you can also link your Instagram so people can go on your Instagram and shop from there. Usually, the way that we kind of approach it with our clients is well, ads is different, right? Ads you, you obviously have the links to everything, and people can go to your website. I'm talking organic. So for organic, the way that we approach it is we almost see TikTok as a outreach platform where we're going to get new eyes on our videos and offers. And if they're interested, usually people will go follow us on Instagram as well. And Instagram, we use most more as a nurture platform because through stories, they will keep seeing us and seeing us and seeing us and seeing us. So TikTok is really kind of a first contact with the people. Just put your eyes on, put your eyes on me. And then from there, we'll do some remarketing, remarketing, advertising. And then we start to try to get the click, but it's, that's not even necessarily my goal with just a seven second video to get a click to my website. It's more to bring them into my, into my environment. Okay. And then a follow-up question. How do you balance the giving them what they want versus also establishing that you do have something for sale or that you do have an offer? You mentioned the scrub daddy. How do, how do companies like that give what people expect to see on TikTok while also letting them know, hey, we are a business. We do have something that we are trying to sell. Yeah, so there are a few ways to do that. First of all, following the trends doesn't mean that that it's not clear that you're a brand, right? So if the trend is using a specific sound, you can use that sound, but have your product there and you can you can use it in a humoristic way by talking about your product so let's say there is a trend where it, it was like a mom speaking to her baby and then the baby would say well i'm just a baby and the mom said well you still have to listen to me but i'm just a baby <laughs> and so you could take two sponges like a big one and a small one and be like the, the mama sponge and the baby sponge it's still clear i'm selling a product there right so you can kind of use those sounds and make them funny, but using your products. I don't want you to just hire college students to do it. And I won't understand why, who's this person, what's happening. Just, we have to do it in a way that makes sense. And one other thing that I've seen is people kind of making fun of the fact that they have to sell stuff and it works really well. So we'll have people be, being extremely awkward, like a really bad video, like, really bad marketing saying like our bosses want to tell you that we have a sale right now please please buy from us and then extremely awkward it's and it's funny it's funny because so people react to that almost more than trying to do real marketing in a way but i, I don't want to say that what we're doing is not real marketing that's not the, the, the word i should have used but just following the trends. It, yeah, you're a brand. Don't don't try to hide it, but just be be funny and follow the trends in a way that makes sense with what you're selling. And then just be clear when you're when you want to sell something. Just say it. Say, just say it. Like we're we're selling. Hey, we, we usually we're we're here to entertain and everything. Today we're here to sell you something because people will appreciate it more than 
oh, we're trying to sell you something, but we don't want you to know it. Like we, we, like we could used to see sometimes on Facebook and Instagram, people on TikTok catch up to it really quick, really quickly. So it's better to just say it. Hey, today we're, today we're being salesy. That's it. Authenticity is the word on the platform. So be authentic. Don't try to be half salesy. I don't want to know that you're, no, I'm here to sell you something. That's okay. People can understand that. Just, we need to be really authentic in everything that we do, including selling. Who would have thought that TikTok was the safe space for authenticity? But it sounds mm. like it is. It is. If people want to go and check out your work, maybe follow you on TikTok, is there places that we can send our listeners to find out more about you and what you're doing? Yeah, the best place would be sell my TikTok. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm a shoemaker with no shoe. I don't know if you say that in English. We say that in French. Shoemaker oh, with yeah. no uh, shoe. Oh, yeah. P pretty much. We say the same thing. Yeah. So, so my TikTok is not, I, I use it personally. I don't use it for my business, which is the worst. And I absolutely have to take myself in my own hands and do it. Um, but the best place is talktrend.io. So that's my website. Um, we have a few different offerings for, for people who just want to know what to post, right? Basically, a lot of time people come to us and they say, hey, I just don't know what to post. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what are trends. I don't want to spend an hour a day <laughs> looking at what it is and trying to figure it out. So we have really um, easy offers where we find out the trends and we tell people what they are. And then if they have questions, we can help them figure out how to how to apply them to their own businesses. Is that talk trend like T-O-K trend? Yes. T-O-K-T-R-E-N-D dot I-O. Thank you so much, Emmanuel. This is Really good. I've never heard good information before from anyone other than you about TikTok. And I really appreciate it a lot. And thanks for coming yeah. on. Thank you so much. Maybe on one last note, I know your listeners are a lot into copywriting and it can feel a little funky to go on a platform where it's a seven second video that will most likely do the best when you're used to writing long copy and, and going so deep into the emotions. And I just want to say your copy can be broken down. If you have a one good piece of copy, you can probably make 40 TikToks out of it. So you don't have to necessarily start from zero. And also you can bring people to your copy, it, it, whether it's ads or just bringing them outside to your website, people will go and read your copy. So it's just a way to get new eyes onto your offers. Yeah, I remember we talked about that before. You might want to think, I mean, in some cases, you might be able to sell out a product. In other cases, you might use your copy for lead generation. And that's yeah. fine too. And you'll reach people, maybe the same people in a new way or new people entirely. So that's all good to know. Thank you very much for coming on. And again, if you want to check out more of Emanuela's work, you can find it over at talktrend.io. And if you want to subscribe to more episodes of this podcast, you can do that over at copywriterspodcast.com. And until next time, we will catch you later. Catch you later. Thank you. Do you have a problem with Kindle books? I do. Sometimes I really just want to hold a book in my hand so I can turn the pages and highlight stuff and make notes. That's one reason I recently released the print version of my book, Breakthrough Copywriting. And listen to this. On Facebook, 
I've gotten pictures posted from around the world. Pictures of people holding their printed copy of Breakthrough Copywriting in their hands, including one from an A-list screenwriter and marketer in L.A.'s famous Topanga Canyon. He was reading the book in his hot tub. Breakthrough Copywriting is a great book for you, whether you are a beginner or an A-lister yourself or anywhere in between. It costs a tiny, tiny fraction of my $5,000 a head seminar that the book is based on. So check out Breakthrough Copywriting on Amazon.com. Now, back to the show. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network. 